Hey, what's up, family? Welcome to season five of the Struggles of Life podcast, finding purpose in the midst of your struggles. And I'm your host, Robert Claiborne. We are in a series called Sacrifice Worth Living. This is part eight of The Lion's Den, episode eight. And today's title of the, um, today's title is everything in the Bible will come to pass. So yesterday, yesterday or day before that, um, we, we read Daniel chapter six, uh, Daniel chapter five, where Daniel was put into the lion's den for not compromising his faith. Although we're going to say legislation of that time, um, you know, they were trying to a few some individuals who were um let's let's say in government, um was trying to get Daniel to slip up. Um and they couldn't find anything like he was he was honest, like you know, he he walked a straight line, if you will, and that's just a lack of uh, finding a better term or example or um uh, to describe, um, you know, what they were trying to do. And basically he was, he was a man of God, right? He stood strong in faith and they couldn't find anything. So then they tried, they <clears throat> went to, they went to, um, King Darius and, and, you know, the only thing that they could hold against them was him staying true to his faith. So they tried to use that. And although the King Darius, he put in a, uh, I'm going to say a decree saying that no, for the next 30 days, no one can basically, you know, bow down or worship any, any God or any human, if you will, um, you know, other than him. So three days a week, I'm, I'm sorry, three, three times a day, he went to his place with the window open, you know, praying and to God and everything. And he always did that. And although they put that decree in place, he did not stop. He still did the same thing every single day. And because of that, they threw him in a lion's den and, you know, you have to read the rest. <laughs> uh, why am I why am I cutting it short like that? So you go and read for yourself and see what actually happened, and that is an example for us. No matter what pressure, no matter what pressures come against us, we do not compromise or bow down to anyone, no matter what they put in place. All right. So Daniel chapter seven. Okay, Lord, speak to each and every one of us where we are, who we are, no matter where we are, and may your word be made true to us as we believe now and as things unfold in the future, may it be made true how good you are, how faithful you are, and no matter the outcome, that you are worthy to be praised, worthy to be worshipped, 
worthy to be glorified. And we will walk in that in which that is pleasing to you in Jesus name. Amen. All right. Daniel's dream of four beasts in the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel, Daniel had a dream and visions passed through his mind as he was lying in bed. He wrote down the substance of his dream. Daniel said, in my vision at night, I looked and there before me were the four winds of heaven churning up the great sea. Four great beasts, each different from the others, came up out of the sea. The first was like a lion and it had the wings of an eagle. I watched until its wings were torn off and it was lifted from the ground so that it stood on two feet like a human being and the mind of a human was given to it. And there before me was a second beast, which looked like a bear. It was raised up on one of its sides and it had three ribs in its mouth between it. Hold on, let me back up. It was raised up on one of its sides and it had three ribs in its mouth between its teeth. It was told, get up and eat your fill of flesh. After that, I looked and there before me was another beast, one that looked like a leopard. And on its back, it had four wings like those of a bird. This beast had four heads and it was given authority to rule. After that, in my vision at night, I looked and there before me was a fourth beast, terrifying and frightening and, and very powerful. It had large iron teeth and it crushed and devoured its victims and trampled underfoot whatever was left. It was different from all the former beasts, and it had ten horns. While I was thinking about the horns, there before me was another horn, a little one, which came up among them, and three of the first horns were uprooted before it. This horn had eyes like the eyes of a human being and a mouth that spoke boastfully. As I looked, thorns were set in place, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. His clothing was as white as snow. The hair of his head was white like wool. His throne was flaming with fire, and its wheels were all ablaze. A river of fire was flowing, coming from before him. Thousands upon thousands attended him, ten thousands times 10,000 stood before him. The court was seated and the books were opened. Then I continued to watch because of this boastful, because of the boastful words the horn was speaking. I kept looking until the beast was slain and its body destroyed and thrown into the blazing fire. The other beasts had been stripped of their authority but were allowed to live for a period of time. In my vision at night, I looked, and there before me was one like a son of man, coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient of Days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All nations and peoples of every language, language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting mm -hmm. dominion that will not pass away. And his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. The interpretation of the dream. 
I, Daniel, was troubled in spirit, and the visions that passed through my mind disturbed me. I approached one of those standing there and asked him the meaning of all this. So he told me and gave me the interpretation of these things. The four great beasts are four kings that will rise from the earth. But the holy people of the Most High will receive the kingdom and will possess it forever. Yes, forever and ever. Then I wanted to know the meaning of the fourth beast, which was different from all the others and most terrifying, with its iron teeth and bronze claws. The beast that crushed and devoured its victims and trampled underfoot whatever was left. I also wanted to know about the ten horns on its head and about the other horn that came up, before which three of them fell, the horn that looked more imposing than the others and that had eyes and a mouth that spoke boastfully. As I watched, this horn was waging war against the holy people and defeating them until the ancient of days came and pronounced judgment in favor of the holy people of the most high and the time came when they possessed the kingdom he gave me this explanation the fourth beast is a fourth kingdom that will appear on earth it will be different from all the other kingdoms and will devour the whole earth trampling trampling it down and crushing it the ten horns are ten kings who will come from his his kingdom after them another king will arise different from the earlier ones he will subdue three kings he will speak against the most high and oppress his holy people and try to change the set times and the laws the holy people will be de delivered into his hands for a time, times and a half a time. But the court will sit and his power will be taken away and completely destroyed forever. Then the sovereignty, power and greatness of all the kingdoms under heaven will be handed over to the holy people of the most high. His kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom and all rulers will worship and obey him. This is the end of the matter. I, Daniel, was deeply troubled by my thoughts, and my face turned pale, but I kept the matter to myself. The purpose why God wanted me to share, or should I say read Daniel chapter 7 to us, now, obviously, the other day we did Daniel chapter 5. Why not Daniel chapter 6 first? Or I don't even know if we're going to read Daniel chapter 6 yet. I'm one step by step, one day at a time. All right. So the reason why God felt the need for me to read Daniel chapter 7 right now is for us to be made aware of that everything in the Bible, including what we just read, will come to pass. There is no false information in the Bible. There is nothing that's not true that have 
already come to pass that was already written in the Bible. So everything that is written in the Bible that have not come to pass will come to pass. So we are to be encouraged to start reading our Bibles every day because every day counts. Nothing lasts forever other than the kingdom of God. Everything will pass away. It is our duty to be prepared for what's to come. We have been made aware thus far what to expect and also what is expected of us. It is our duty to sharpen our tools in the faith. It is very important for us to be equipped for times such as this because great times and great works will come to pass. We are God's holy people. He seeks to do great things in, with, and through us. But we have to be positioned. We have to be knowledgeable. We have to be faithful and not compromise no matter what. And when we don't compromise or bow down to anything outside of Christ and the kingdom of God, that is when God's great work will be made ready with and through us. Now, Romans chapter 12 one through four, I think. It t Give me one second. Since I have the Bible open, I don't want to paraphrase. I don't want to miss not one word. Romans chapter 12. The title is A Living Sacrifice. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern. Pa do not conform to the pattern slash ways of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, please, pleasing and perfect will. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you. I'm sorry. Verse uh, verse three, subtitle, humble service in the body of Christ. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought be, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of you has one body with mem many members and these members do not all have the same function. Verse 5. So in Christ, we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. Six. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophecy, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. Verse 8. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is given, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. 
if it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. We all have a responsibility as children and as members of the body of Christ. It is time for us to step up and and take hold of our responsibilities and do the work that we have been created, purposed, and called to do. Right now is the time. Right now is the time. Right now is the perfect time for us to stand up. We can't do it without being and remaining, stand, abiding in in, in this word, in his word, as well as abiding in Christ. Right now is the time. Let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word today. I believe that this word was for each and every one of us. I pray that you will empower us in such a way that we submit to you and understand that it is out of our hands. So much so, even though we might try to take control, that your power, your will, and your way will take hold and show us this is not the way. This is not my will. I need you to do this. I need you to go there. I need you to humble yourself because when you humble yourself, I will exalt you. Understand we are servants. We are servants. Servants does not mean that we lower than anyone else. Servants simply means that we are to go low. We are to humble ourselves and serve here on earth as a reflection of who Christ is and who, what Christ did. And as we walk in your will, Lord, I pray that you will always show us the way. I, show, I pray that you will always give us the wisdom. I, sh, I pray that you will always God cover, protect us along the way. And may your good and perfect will will be made ready and also be done in, with, and through us for the glory of your heavenly name, that your, of your powerful name. In Jesus' name, amen. Family, as always, it's a pleasure. You know what? It's time to go to work. I love you guys. Stay blessed. Let's go to work. See you guys. I'll talk to you guys. Manana. Take care. Peace.